Well, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day it is you're listening to this program. Welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. Well, folks, um, you know, I've been doing this uh, podcast for about a year and a half now. I'm 100 and this is episode 109. And I uh, never thought I'd have to, to do a podcast uh, like the one I'm about to have. I just felt, you know, my podcast is about the NFL, about the Eagles, obviously. And um, I, like many fans last night, were tuning into the big game between the Bills and Bengals. Uh, expecting to see some really good football from really two two of the better teams in the, in the NFL. And was watching live, like I'm sure many of you, um, when tragedy struck before us right on the field. Um, when the Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin, uh, collapsed on the, on the field. And uh, it was one of the most scary things, probably the most. I mean, actually, not probably. I've seen some scary. I've been watching football for over forty years. I've seen some scary things on the field: hits, uh, you know, severe injuries, things of that nature. I played football myself, although I can't say in my playing days, I, you know, I, there was anything uh, at a severe level. Um, but suffice to say that what, what I saw last night um, scared the you know what out of me watching watching what happened to that young man, uh, twenty four years old. Uh, made, you know, what most would say, including myself, is typical, you know, typical routine tackle. Um, something you see hundreds and hundreds of times when a, you know, a guy runs into another guy and he's taken down. Um, uh, it was um, frightening, and my uh, my thoughts go out to uh, Demar Hamlin right now, who's still fighting for his life. Uh, thankfully, he's still with us. I think um, there's a couple of real big talking points that I wanted to get out and I uh, just felt that, you know, I got an obligation. I do a, a, a talk podcast here about football, um, mostly obviously centered on the Eagles, um, but talking about football. And uh, I just felt that, you know, there's a need for, for, to talk about it. Right. You know, um, and uh, for those of you out there, hopefully you find some, Maybe some information you weren't aware of. Not that I'm a doctor, and I've said that before in this show. I'm not a doctor. Um, don't pretend to be. But I've done a lot of research and, and seen some doctors talk about this injury. Um, medical professions. This is what I'm about to say is not from me. And uh, I just want to share it because I think it's a um, maybe provide some clarity as far as what happened. Um, I forget what the condition's called. There, you know, like anything else in the medical industry, medical field, there is a, uh, you know, everything's got a name. A lot, of, most of the time, it's got a uh, several syllables and a ton of letters. But what happened? Um, what I believe happened, and and again, this is just my judgment, based on what I heard from medical profession uh, professionals, is that uh, and these type of plays happen all the time. But each, you know, your heart has got its own cycle uh, with the, when, in between each heartbeat. You know, there's like a pre-heartbeat, the heartbeat itself, and then the post-heartbeat. And I'm keeping this very general. Uh, there's a lot of scientific names for all of this. These, uh, but I'm just, you know, for, for a general audience and general understanding, I'm just going to keep it general. 
and there's one and it's just after the heart beats so it's just afterwards where there is literally and i use this word this is one of the words that i'm quoting like a millisecond there's a millisecond where that cycle of the heartbeat is vulnerable to any concussion or um impact to the chest like it's it's really a millisecond like it's it has to happen at the exact time uh, within this cycle of, the, of a heartbeat for, you know, for it to trigger a cardiac arrest. And I think that's why you see many of this, what, what we saw as far as the tackle and, you know, people, tackles get hit in the chest all the time. And, uh, and it's because it takes a millisecond, literally, for that impact to happen where it happens at that exact time where it could potentially put your heart into a cardiac arrest immediately, like so suddenly and immediately based on what I've, and again, don't, this is, I am not saying this is exactly what happened because I don't know. I'm just saying to me, it makes sense. Um, and, and this is coming from doctors that, uh, that I've heard talk about it on YouTube. You can search a YouTube. There's, I forget the doctor's name I've done and I've read. So I've read some, some doctors analysis and what they think happened. And there's also a couple that I've watched on YouTube talk about it that were interviewed. And this to me makes the most sense as far as what happened, but by no means I'll make this clear. Am I saying this definitively is what happened, but I just feel like to share it because it, to me, this, this makes the most sense. Um, so, cause he was impacted in the chest when he made that tackle, um, Tyler Boyd, I'm sorry, T. Higgins, um, you know, did run into his chest and then he wrestled him down uh, from that from that point forward and then got up, as we all know, if you haven't ever seen it, it got right up after the tackle and then within like two seconds afterward just collapsed on the ground. Um, so that is what I feel um, happened uh, to him. But obviously they're running all the tests to, to, to more definitively find out exactly what happened. Uh, and that, again, I just want to make it clear one last time. I'm not saying that is exactly what happened. I'm just saying that uh, based on some research that I have done from uh, some medical professionals who have discussed the injury after what they saw, uh, and um, that is what some of the thoughts are that may have happened uh, last night on the field. Um, I, I think that... Uh, this is not being talked about enough because obviously our focus is rightfully so is on the health and recovery, uh, the hopeful recovery of uh, Mr. Hamlin. Um, I feel that the responders that were there in the field that night, both the Bills and the Bengals and how they quickly got out there and quickly recognized what uh, the, the, situation that this young man was in uh, and their quick reaction time to get the help that they needed uh, as quickly as possible. Um, as you, as we've heard, you know, those minutes are crucial, those first initial minutes, and it literally is just a few minutes. Uh, if a person goes in the cardiac arrest, arrest is, is that is the time where uh, you need to, you know, you need to have medical, medical help there uh, to help, 
you know, CPR and, and try to, um, you know, charge the heart back up and all that. Cause each second it passed literally is, is critical, um, when that's going on. So I feel that the responsiveness, um, by the medical personnel that was there in the field and getting him the help that he needed. I mean, they were, as we all know, they were giving him CPR right there in the field, which tells you he wasn't breathing on his own. And there's been reports that he didn't have a pulse, basically that, you know, they had to revive him on the field. So that's about as scary as it gets. And, and you saw the reaction from, you know, his teammates that quickly recognized that this was a very, very serious situation. Um, a lot of them just, you know, outwardly uh, crying on the field and, and just um, trying to contain themselves, uh, you know, shock and disbelief and all that. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's fortunate that they, uh, that they were all there and responsiveness was how it was because they were able to, um, revive him. Um, not to the point where he was breathing on his own. So he's still in very critical condition, you know, as I record this podcast here late on, on uh, Tuesday night. Um, but the fact that they were able to bring him back is a success story in itself. And we hope that. Uh, we hope that he continues to uh, recover, you know, um, with the medical care that he's receiving at the, at the hospital. So, um, you know, I, I, I there's a lot of talk about, you know, how long it took the NFL to cancel the game. And uh, I do think that they took way too long to, to make that announcement. Uh, but we don't know what was going on behind the scenes. There may have been reasons why they didn't immediately cancel it and i'm not trying to defend the nfl so i'll just put that out there i'm just saying that we all don't know to jump to conclusions about you know why it took the nfl so long to uh, to officially call the game um we don't know i do think absolutely it took them way too long uh, but we don't know the reasons behind that and so until we do i don't really know if we can you know get as upset as many are uh, about the NFL and all that. Um, but the cosmetics of it looks bad for the NFL, for sure, that they didn't you know, call that game a lot sooner than they did because there was no way that the players or even the fans wanted to see another snap in that game last night. So um, we, uh, we offer our, our thoughts to the family. It's, uh, you know, his mother was in the stands which has uh, got to be the most uh, heartbreaking thing to see um, is, you know, one of your sons uh, being in that situation on the field. I mean, it's already an inherently violent and dangerous game to play. I played it myself. Um, you know, those type of severe, very serious injuries are rare. Um I think every football player knows that they have a chance of being hurt and breaking bones, you know, stuff like that. But when you get into, you know, things that are much more severe, like, you know, neck and head injuries, and then obviously something that happened to uh, Hamlin last night, um, you know, just really puts the, the football world and the world in general on pause as we all, you know, hope that this, uh, that this guy is going to be able to pull through. Um, so, you know, this is one of those 
podcast where I wish I had a um, a call-in function where I could take some calls. You know, something I am working on, as I've mentioned, uh, not recently, but, you know, during the end of last year, uh, I talked about it. That's something that I would love to um, to be able to to do at some point and be able to uh, take some calls and, and talk about uh, talk about it on live on the uh, on the podcast, um, but don't have that capability as of yet. I do have the email address, by the way. So, um, you know, if you do want to email us at the show, it is petwg at gmail.com. Again, that is petwg at gmail.com. Uh, the NFL um, has made an announcement that they are there's no imminent plans this week. Or I'm sorry, let me correct that. They were not going to be playing. Um, or, you know, the game is postponed status, but they're not going to be finishing the game this week. So the NFL has come out and made that announcement. So uh, now what does that mean for this weekend's games? You know, as far as I know, as far as we can tell, um, the this week 18 schedule will is going to continue as um, as scheduled. So we'll see if that remains in effect. I don't know if you know things could potentially change with that. Uh, I think the NFL has to figure out because there is a um, I believe that there's some seating to be determined based on that Buffalo Cincinnati game. So I don't know how the NFL will be able to uh, resolve that um, without them having to play at some point. Um, but uh, right now, that's all completely um, a side story. The focus is where it needs to be, and that is on the uh, health and safety and the well-being of uh, Hamlin. Hamlin, by the way, um, played at Pittsburgh, and... Uh, He's from Pennsylvania, and um, he's good friends with Miles Sanders. Uh, well, I shouldn't say good friends. I shouldn't take that that leap. I just do. I do know that Miles Sanders and Avante Maddox know him pretty well. I would assume they're friends, but I don't know. You know, they know him pretty pretty well. So uh, let's just say that they are friends. Um, so it's impacted the Eagles and probably almost every team. Uh, probably has a few players on each team that, that know this kid. Um, grew up with him, played with him, played against him, uh, whatever it may be. So the NFL community is just on pause right now. Um, it's uh, it's the talk of the town, as it should be. I mean, it's headline news everywhere. And uh, we're all just going to remain hopeful that he is going to be able to, uh, to recover. Uh, there is a um, website for he's got a foundation let me see if i could find it here because I'll, I'll put the word out for it and i may or may not have this i believe i do um give me one second here yeah he has the uh, the chasing m's foundation community toy drive which has gone from like just $100,000 or so to like over closing in on $4 million. Um, so it's called the Chasing M Foundation's Community Toy Drive. It's a GoFundMe. So I would search for that if you're, if you know, if you have the means to 
uh, donate if you feel like there's something you want to do to help support him this you know him at this time um, that is one uh, thing that you can do uh, for uh, mr. Hamlin while he's fighting for his life still in ICU um, at the uh, at the hospital there in Ohio um so I'm not gonna you know have a really long podcast I just wanted to give you uh, my thoughts and um, we have we will have a pregame preview later this week uh, for the Giants as we'll see you know exactly how that's going to play out will hurts play will he not um, will the Giants even play their starters or not uh, we know it's a must win for the Eagles if they're able if they're you know they want to secure the number one seed and home field advantage throughout the playoffs I mean who would have thought we would be talking about that um, but that's that's the situation the Eagles are in. And, uh, you know, we will talk about that more come uh, probably Thursday night or Friday when I uh, when we do the pregame. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, so that is uh, that's basically all I wanted to say. I just wanted to give my two cents, if you will, um, based on uh, the events of the Monday Night Football game and the status of, uh, of Hamlin. So, uh, we'll continue to, uh, uh, pray for him and, uh, send any type of good energy to, uh, to that young man as he, uh, fights for his life and, and, uh, hope to recovers. And hopefully we'll have some good news when I come back on, uh, later this week for the Giants pregame. So until then, uh, thank you again for tuning in to Philadelphia Eagles talk with Jeff. And, uh, again, I always thank my, my fans, my audience. Uh, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. So, um, as always, appreciate it. Thank you. And we'll talk to everybody soon. Take care.